Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 41 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick. On today's show, well he's faster than a fighter jet, he shoots so hard he breaks the net, that's right we have Lanray Aziz, he talks his career twists and turns and really loving Aggie's Hastings project. Also on the show, we have the return of a few very familiar faces amongst the regulars in our fan round table. Enjoy, Hastings fans. Well, let's all now bow down to Henry Aziz. I have the absolute privilege of talking. I, I will bow down. Yeah, no bowing. No bow down <laughs> to Henry Aziz. Um, <laughs> sir, I've, we, with investigation, I see that you've got your former clubs are... Ebbs, please correct me if I'm wrong here. Okay, so your former clubs, Ebbsfield United, yes. Mar- Margate, Thamesmead, Maidenhead, Havenham and Waterlooville, Merstham, Whiteleaf, Ashford, obviously Hastings and Welling United. Yeah, did I miss any out? Um, you didn't miss any. There was one that I went when I, I went to Greece. I was in Greece for a few months. That's what I was going to say. Ah, that's you, you're nipping in front there, you see. I've got yeah. that little question. I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. That's where you go. Yeah. So anyway, so you you started you started playing for Ebbsfleet Academy, yeah. 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 And I'm and with my research here, I, I seem to I seem to see that a certain Craig Stone was around that club when you were yeah. in the first team, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Me, me and Stoney played together. Oh, okay. He, he wasn't like you didn't get him washing your boots or anything. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was earning my stripes then. He was one of the established ones playing at right. Was it? Okay. And then I came in playing on the wing. So yeah, we built a partnership over the like my second season there because I was I was a regular and so was he. So mm. yeah. What, what was that academy experience like? Uh, it was really good. It wasn't um obviously you're training every day. You're already getting better because you're just training constantly. Had a had some good coaches and you were really fit as well. So yeah, the the standards were really good. And at that time, obviously, when you're able to try and get into the first team, mm. there was a lot of progression. Um, so yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. So and you've got no bad words to say about Craystone. You're not gonna no, no, any nothing, embarrassing nothing. moments for him? No, nothing. No, not yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to wait to see how he, re- if he says it. <laughs> it come about that you, you were chosen for London, London counties. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. When, when you got chosen for that, I mean, what, what was that like? And also, did you get any like of the the higher league clubs sniffing around you at that time? Um, yeah, no, that that was good. I think at the time I was playing. Maybe not Sunday League. I think I had a little stint at Cray Valley and the manager there had affiliations. He was the um, manager for London FA. He brought me along as well and I was fortunate to play uh, a year up. So um, I think I was 16 playing with the under-18s. Um, I was playing all over the place, sometimes out wide, right back, centre mid, like just getting experience. That was really good. And um, yeah, that, that helped my progression a lot. Um, and sorry, what was this, the second part of that question? 
Yeah, just if there was any uh, um, clubs further up the leagues that were sniffing around you at the time. I don't think there was. I think that came a bit later. Um, yeah. Yeah, that came a bit later. That I don't know. When you're younger, you don't really... Pay. You just want to play football, isn't it? Yeah, you just yeah. you just play. So that that wasn't even on my mind at all. Yeah, my, my sources tell me that you you um you were over in Greece for a brief period. I was, yeah. How did that come about, and and who was it that you were playing for? How did it come about? Well, I wanted to get back into full time football. I had a bad spell here where I just wasn't playing much, and I didn't think there was much here for me. Mm. The FA, the FA stuff that we asked about, that was just before Ebbsfleet, yeah? Yeah. That, okay, because I, I thought that was kind of during, I'm, I apologise, I, I thought that was during. No, 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 it, it was it was at around the same time. Okay. At the same time, you're right. Um, at the beginning of my career. Yeah. Yeah, so from 16, 17, 18, you then hit the first team, yeah? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, that's how it happened. And at the same time, I was at uni with... So I think when I started uni, I stopped with the FA and it was just absolutely. Yeah. What were you studying at uni, by the way? Um, business computing. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, oh. just alongside it. Always good to have a side, a side that's thing. What, yeah. That's what the parents said, yeah. Yeah. I, I still think if I, if I didn't, if I didn't have something else, I mm. could focus more on football. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's like a bit of both, you know, when you, you have to try and keep a balance because you've got yeah. something else. So you can't go all out on, on one thing. So for me, it's bittersweet, obviously. Um, there, was, there was times where while I was at Evesley, I, I started hearing um, league clubs were interested. Yeah. But I think it kind of, some things didn't materialise where I, I'm thinking about education as well. Whereas if I didn't have anything else, that I could have just gone all out. But, mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I suppose parents, you know what they're like. I mean, yeah. uh, not my mum and dad are like, if they don't do it, <laughs> you get... <laughs> you, 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 so it's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe that's a bit old school parenting. It, but, yeah, that's the, the, the old school. I, I, yeah. I'm part of that, so, you know... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so same here. But my, my kids, all my kids are all my kids are, are lovely. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't beat my kids. Anyone that's listening, to the podcast, I don't beat my kids. Yeah, no social services, please. But um, yeah, sorry, we got we we got um, I've gone on off on a tangent. Sorry, Landry, but sorry. The, the the um, so you, the the experience we've got. So let, trying to get the timeline. So we got we Ebb's fleet. From Ebbsfleet, you went to... Um, after Ebbsfleet was Maidenhead. I, you know what? I don't know myself. <laughs> it's, it's, all a, it's all a blur right now. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's all right. No, that's that's my fault. I should have this all... I should have all of the chronology, <laughs> but I don't. I'd kind of... The, no. the, so, well, let's just talk about... Let's go back to the Greece experience, yeah? So you, 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 you'd, you, you weren't enjoying your football over here. You've gone over to Greece for, I presume, for a bit of fun and also to love your football again. Um, yeah. So just, to, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I feel like I'm someone that likes a hot country as well. Greece was always hot. Too hot. It's like yeah. 50 degrees, isn't it? Yeah, it was weird because I think when 
when it gets to midday, they shut all their shops. They do. And then they come back out around like four-ish. Mm. We would either train early in the morning or in the evenings mm. to avoid the like the peak weather. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really good. Back training after being in like the non-league and you go back and you play full time. It you see the difference again and the style of play is like European style. Mm. So as fast as this country is more you got to use your brain a lot more. Yeah. It, um, I think like it just helped me develop like, as a whole round footballer going out there. Yeah. Um, but the, the only thing with there was at the time it was really corrupt when it came to like uh, payment and things like that. There was, okay. a, there was a lot of things going on where they wouldn't pay or they'll say it's coming or it's not coming or. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And, it started to get messy, which was why I just thought, you know what, I'm here alone. It doesn't, I don't have anyone guiding me and I didn't think it made sense um, yeah. down that route. And so decided to come back. Well, yeah, if you ain't getting paid, it's, uh, that's just, yeah, a, yeah I mean, it's, it's crazy because they had my, um, for some reason, I don't that, know. If the did I have your passport? Yes. They had my passport at the club somewhere um, and I was saying okay look I'm, I want to leave I'm, I'm ready to yeah. and they were like oh um, basically we don't have it like we can't find your people sort of thing not until I managed to get so the agent that took me out there he, he was still here but he was mm-hmm. free so I think he spoke to someone and fortunately they miraculously found my passport yeah bloody hell and let me off but um, yes, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, what? Which club was this anyway? This um, it was a club called Nicky Volos. Nicky Volos, okay. It was second or third division at the time. Yeah. And funny, enough, we played like a yeah. I think they were third division, and we played a second division club um, in pre-season mm. who liked me, and so the manager instead of telling me hasn't word and I found out like a couple of days later from one of the players so I, when I, I mean ask him like what's going on yeah 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 he just pretended like he didn't know what I was talking about so me. yeah when yes. when that happened as well and then the money situation I just thought, wow yeah yeah, yeah time, this, time time's up yeah this, this is not going where it should so yeah. Oh, oh my! I'm sorry. So I'm sorry to to hear that. That's terrible. I mean, was, was, was that something that other players were suffering as well, or was it just the people that had come over from from abroad? Yeah, mostly the the boys from abroad. Yeah, yeah. Where you don't really know the language as well, you got taken Take advantage of. Yeah. Well, particularly as you you had been an even younger man. So exactly. Yeah, you don't you exactly. don't you're very trusting when you're younger yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow, Crazy. wow, we're, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Move, moving on, Lanry. Moving on, Lanry. <laughs> yeah. We moved from corruption in European football to yeah. um, your time at Maidenhead and uh, Haven and Waterlooville, right? Yeah. What was that standard like? The standard was. I would just say it was okay. You wouldn't. You didn't get a lot of teams like Hastings where you 
pass the ball as much as we would pass the ball. Um, it was, I'd say, more. There was a more of a structure to it, like a you have, we have it, you have it sort of thing. Mm. Um, but a lot more like route one, and then you play in the final third sort of thing. Um, but the quality was still good. There was a, there were a lot of good players around. But at the time, that's all I knew. I didn't know anything else. So I, it was. It's hard for me to compare. I can compare a little bit now, mm. but at the time, it was. It's, it's just what it was. It was just the way football was at the time. I didn't know any other kind of football. Yeah. yeah. At, that, at that point, Lanry, had you settled into being a, a, um, an attack a, a winger? Had you had, had you settled into that role? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, because in the so in the youth team at Ebbsfleet, mm. I was ten. As you get into men's football, they don't really play with tens. Mm. So then I've got pushed out wide. So in my first season at Ebbsfleet, I was kind of learning how to be a winger. Mm. In the second season, I, I feel like I nailed it down. So from there, I was yeah, I would I would have said to if I was going to a club, I'd say I'm a winger. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, and, and like obviously we're on we're on that subject. We're on the subject of um, you know, like Maidenhead. Yeah, I mean, are you looking forward to visiting them? Like, um, have you have you got anyone at like at the club that you're still in contact with? You know, yeah. The you know what the the kit man. All right. Yeah, they they, they tend to not go anywhere. Go on. Yeah, he's still there. He's still going strong. Um, he was a really nice man. Yeah. Um, and a couple of the players I know are still there as well, so it'll be nice. It'll be nice, right? On on the subjects of other clubs you've played in, right? Now, so you've played a f- you've played in a few sides that have been in Hastings League, you know, like yeah. Whiteleaf and Ashford. Like, yeah. did you? Because my record my records aren't great on this, but did you ever play at any in any of those sides against Hastings? Yeah, yeah, when I was at Whiteleaf, yeah, we I played against Hastings, home and away. Yeah, um, and at that time, what did you think of Hastings? Like when you were coming up as an opponent, what 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 what, what did you think? What was because obviously this is pre Aggie, so yeah. Uh, well, the first time I played away, uh, so we came to Hastings. Mm. The clue, I just thought, ah, oh, this is. Just going to be another one of those games, but mm. we, I think we got absolutely smashed, and <laughs> I could, we couldn't believe it. Like, it, yeah, we could not believe it. It was so different. Um, but when I was at Whiteleaf, we had a smaller pitch, and you guys came there. It was easier for us to contain you guys, and we could play on the counter a bit more. And um, but it was always when you knew you were playing Hastings, it was always like, oh. Like you have to make sure you're ready. So yeah. it's good to be part of the actual Hastings team. Yeah. That oh, okay. Feels like. yeah. <laughs> so how how did like how did your move come about when you came to us? Yeah. How did that move come about? Like and 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 did you know Aggie before before thinking of joining the club? Um Aggie messaged me um a couple times. Um, like in the oh, off season, you up, tapped you up. Come on, no, no, in oh, the off season, no tapping up. Okay, <laughs> no tapping up. Um, 
he'd, he'd always he'd always see what I was doing, like where I was trying to go. And where I was a bit younger as well, I've always I've always wanted to, even now, I've always wanted to play as high as I can. Yeah. So I was always saying, oh, seven no, day I'm not came now, I'm not now. Hey, try and go mm. here and go there. And at the but, time, um, thankfully, Aggie, I did Aggie was like, kept in touch. The Ashford team was going to um, get as far as they, yeah, I think they would. When I was at uh, so, uh, Ashford, um, I decided to take up the offer and come to Hastings. Oh, cool. I mean, when when you when you saw Aggie, I mean, how did he how did he sell the club like and ambitions of promotion? How did how did he sell that to you? Everything like from the the staff to the way things are run behind the scenes to the kind of people that he's trying to get into the club, like everyone's singing off the same hymn sheet. Yeah. And no egos, which is hard to find in a football dressing room. Um, and yeah, everyone with the same mindset to that promotion is the goal. Mm. And as I think as a player, you always want to try and win something. So, Oh yeah, must be. And if you've got a manager that's saying that he's ready to win it, you know, a lot of managers say they, they're going from promotion or playoffs, yeah. but I just felt like Aggie really meant it. English Jose, mate. English Jose, Aggie. Literally, literally. He even, um, like, he even takes the time out to, with other players individually and say, oh, mm. do better and things like that. So he was showing me all of that and, it was a no-brainer. It was, it was just it, it, I had to. I had to come. I had to. Yeah. Excellent. Did he, what about the fan base? Did he sell the fan base as well? Oh yeah. He, yeah. He used to say how how many um, people you'll be playing in front of, like every every time you're at home, mm. um, and just how how amazing like how how loud it is, like that you. I, he was just telling me I'd enjoy it, hundred percent. So. Yeah, no, he, he did sing everyone's praises. Everybody's. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Right. So, like, one of my, well, it's many, many of us fans, we, we don't have great memories of the result, right? But yeah. one of our great standout memories of, of you, there's a few. I remember that one. You you put that one in for um, Daniel to score. You know that one he uses on his Twitter? Have you seen that one? You know you know Daniel Ajakai, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one? Oh no, he he saves that one while oh, my left foot one, doesn't he? No, no, no. Oh, that yeah, that yeah, left yeah, foot yeah, one yeah. Was, that was crazy. That that was very good, though. Right, but the you know, that, I I love that one that you did. There's two, but we're going to talk about the other one. But I need to just it's reminded me. Do you remember <laughs> when you ball uh, crossfield ball? You run onto it. You've put this absolute pearl of a, a cross in for uh, Daniel Ajakai to put in. Do you remember that one? I remember. I remember. Yeah. Oh okay. uh, yeah, I nearly had a heart attack with that goal because it was just <laughs> oh my god, magnifique, magnifique. <laughs> Thank you, that was... but well, we we do love you in uh, Hastings, right? So, um, but this is another one. So th- this was a game that we have a bad memory from, but this is a piece of individual stuff from yourself. So there was a great standout memory of it was it was the playoff semi final, and it was you'd got the ball down great you were doing your magic down the down the wing put i actually can't even remember who scored right but you put you put a cross in and 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 we got a goal like it was a great moment from you but obviously 
we lost the game. But is there, yeah. have you got any memories like Pilot Field, a thousand plus fans there from from that night? From that night, I think, yeah, what it was the whole occasion. Mm. Such a big occasion that the feet, like even just thinking about it now, I, I like I can feel being there again. Mm. Like everyone, you could feel the nerves. You could feel it. It was, it was a special game to be in, and yeah, it was just disappointing the way it ended. Really, I think, yeah, yeah the, I don't know, just one mistake, one mistake, and they were in. Yeah, but it's the bit I don't remember any of that. I remember your run. Yeah, I don't, yeah the rest of it. It's oh yeah. no, that, none of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> What after that se- the season after that um, was was an incredible season, like, and we we would have gone up if it wasn't yeah. for obviously COVID. Yeah, no, the, the, you know, well, I mean, we would have been promoted. But what 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 was that season like for you? Like in terms of, um, I mean, I just I, I thought so many things clicked. I mean, yeah, I think I see it all the time. I think when um, when I'm traveling up and we've got a home game. Mm. I felt like we're already one new up before mm. it even started. We're one new up. Um, like the atmosphere, the fans, the way it would be rocking beforehand. Teams had no chance. Like, I'm not even trying to um, be horrible or anything, but they just had no chance coming to the field that, on that season. We were just that good. Um, like you said, everything clicked. Everyone Everyone was at it every game, and again, like the, our luck, our luck in those two seasons was just even the third season, even last season. It's yeah, been, it's just been it's been mad. Well, well, we we're we're, we're going to talk about this season in a second. So, <laughs> like you, you, whether you know it or not, yeah, you are a fan favorite, yeah, and like we do love you here, yeah. And did I mean, are you even aware of that? I feel like the fans are, they love everyone. Do you know what I mean? I don't see it as... Polit- they, politician answer there. No, seriously. I don't <laughs> I don't see it as they, they love me more. I just feel like every, when everyone's got it, the, the support is crazy. You just, they. I see everyone here, everyone cheering for everyone. I just didn't. Mm. But as you say it now, maybe it's going to open my eyes up a bit more. But yeah. I just... I don't, I don't even like to think of it like that either, to be honest. Just yeah. keep focused and then we enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're too nice, Lanry. You're so, right. <laughs> so obviously COVID ruined, ruined our season um, and, and you got the opportunity to move on. So you, you, the, how did the opportunity for, for Welling come along? Because they they're like National South, aren't they? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's like, is that two or three divisions higher? Uh, I think it's two. Two, 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 two divisions, yeah. Yeah. How did that come about, and 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 how how was your time there? Like, how, what was it like there? Um, yeah, I was I was just in contact with the manager at the time, uh, Bradley Quinton, um, and he said to come down for preseason. Um, he was saying that his like his coaching staff have been keeping an eye. Um, so yeah, just come down so he can see properly, mm. and we just took it from there. Really, had a good preseason, um, and they have a good. They had a good coach at the time, 
um, his name Maz. I don't know if you know him, Maz. 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 Yeah. Okay. Maz Mares Betash. Yeah, but he he's a really good coach. Where is he now? Do, do you know a, a YouTube? They used to have a be a YouTube team called Rising Ballers. Oh yeah, yeah. Is he like a host there and that? He's the coach. He was oh, okay. manager was our coach. Um, so he would put on drills for us, like really oh. profile drills. So yeah, um, the players were really good. It was it was a nice environment, but we just didn't really gel as a team. Mm. Um, it was a like a completely new team and too many new players. Was it just too many? Yeah. yeah, just too many new players not able to to get it going. That's that's really what it was. We're over the moon that you've come back, but like, how and how did that opportunity come about? Was it Aggie? Just you know, a few messages here and there. I'll come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Just he just he just making um, seeing how I was, um, how things were going, and when he's when he's seeing I'm not playing, just seeing what my options were again. Really, yeah. yeah. Well, so like, you did come back. Yeah, you, you, you know you're obviously you're working your way back up to full fitness and, and full game time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where, where do you see this season going? I don't know if I should be saying this. Uh, come on. No, I think, he, I think we're going to go all the way, to be honest. So Wembley as well. Oh my God. Oh, I quote oh, you. I quote oh, you. That's, Wembley that's as well. you. You said that, not me. <laughs> you said that. But no, in the league, I think we'll go all the way. Um, there's a lot. I think there's a lot more firepower we're not in our team we can do more now but that being said there is a lot more quality in the league as well there's before maybe there's two or three teams fighting there might be five or six now yeah so I think it will be hard but I think we'll just have enough we'll just have enough nice one nice one so um have you have you got any messages to the fans of Hastings have you uh, uh a message mm. to, um First of all, I love the song. I don't know I, my song that they uh, you've all done for me. Mm. I know it off the top of my head. My girlfriend knows it. She's she might. She starts it off. Yes, yeah, she see, says if there. we don't sing it, that she, that she's going to beat us. So we we have to. No, no, So I appreciate that a lot. We all appreciate your support. It's not like it's not that even if you don't see us um, showing it all the time, we we really do see it like we appreciate it so much and that's that's what's going to get us over the line so um, we might you know in football sometimes you go through rough spells but mm. um, just stick with us we'll, we'll get it right 100 percent. all right yeah. listen landry thank you very much for your time um, I appreciate that thank you and a really good luck from everyone for saturday no, i appreciate and, it thank you and for the rest of the season Are you up for a bit of trick or trivia? Do you have the pumpkins to play this scary Halloween quiz, even if it is hosted by everyone's favourite drummer, George Gasson? If you are, the Hastings United Independent Supporters Club are laying on our Halloween quiz. So on the 29th of October, doors open 6.30, ice down 7pm, £3 a person. It's at the Pilot Bar. Come on, it'll be a lot of fun. Go to our website, hu-supporters.club, or email us, info.huisc at gmail.com, or contact this podcast to get your tickets.
You say you need a plumber? You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world? Well, it's not a monster, it's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the South East, even Whitehawk. Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571. That's 07793 125 571. You won't be sorry. And now over to our fan round table. Thanks to Flat White Andy, Leon, Robbie, and Birthday Boy Smithy for making it happen. Sir, come on. We, Leon and Robbie haven't got all night here, sir. We did say 745. It's 745, isn't it? No, 748. Oh, dear. Sorry. That's, that's a shooting offence, to be fair. I came up at 730, and then when I saw it at 745, I went back downstairs again and started looking at mountain bike tyres with Laura. So we got a bit... Um, Oh, I bet you got a bit frisky. Exactly. A bit frisky right. looking at mountain bike tyres. It's as good as it gets at our age. I tell you. <laughs> it's the closest we get to a bit of rubber wear. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he's come back hot. But <laughs> 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 who we do have for this round table this evening, we have the wonderful returning Leon. Hello, Leon. Good evening. Hello, how are you doing? You're not bad at all, sir. We we have Rubin T. Rub, Robbie Chase a lino down. Pleasure <laughs> as always. Yeah. Robbie, uh, we have the returning flat white Andy. He's come back from holiday to bless us with his presence. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we have hopefully uh, a, a, a one year older Smithy. Is Smithy on? Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You've, you've unmuted yourself. Well done, sir. Right, let's crack on. A mixed bag of a week, starting with a massive disappointment in Maidenhead. Who wants to crack into that first off? Probably have to be somebody who went to the game, I would suggest, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I usually start, so I was letting someone else start, but I'll, 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 I'll happily review it if you like. Yes, sir. Um, so I think, firstly, it was a very joyous away day, a bit good to see so many away faithful travelling and obviously a really good atmosphere build up to the game that's a good start we weren't allowed allowed our drumming annoyingly um, but more on the, the, the so-called lovely hosting of Mainhead later game itself though I, it's hard to explain really I, was, I could take positives but it was focused on them they went wrong first we could tell Bear full full-time team we weren't there was a couple of players who just looked struggled to keep up the pace of the game um, I was like, TC looked in fully fit. He got bullied out of the game. Sammy Adams, especially in the second half, looked a bit off the pace. He couldn't seem to be winning much in midfield. Hazard did have one of his greatest games. He misplaced a few passes and they punished us each time they picked up a loose pass. Kenny caused a bit of trouble, but even he struggled to really get a foothold in the game to the goal. It's one of those, I reckon, again, if we played like that against a team at our level, we'd have caused him trouble, but we weren't at our best and the team freed above you they're going to punish him exactly what they did but uh, early mistake passed punished us Se- I can't remember the second goal had the second goal going I can't just remember the top of my head how the second goal went in um, pretty sure it was a line. long shot wasn't it like 20 yeah. yards out from a corner or something like that oh that was it yeah again I don't think we cleared it probably did we just let them come right back at us um, 
we had some lovely hope. Kenny, obviously, just see where that goes. But again, he's in great form. Got a goal. Lovely finish. Sent away fans mental. And then the ref side, he wants the bigger team to win the second half. And so the overall, he's lying over <laughs> no reason for a stonewall offside. Even someone doesn't have the rules of football, that was offside. And the ref overall, for no reason, gave made her their third goal. And that just killed yeah, us off. Done, they yeah. had the professionalism and the, and the fitness just to see it out. And we, we, we tried, but we weren't our best, to be honest. Adam, Smithy, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, no, just, just more on what Robbie said. I, I think it probably was a step too far. We, we couldn't, they didn't let us play our game. And I'd, I'd like to think that their game plan was to shut us down from playing our game rather than they were just better. I, I think they knew what they were doing. And just we, we couldn't get into it. Yeah. I mean, there were some positives to take, I thought. I thought um, Aziz's second half performance, he's hungrier than I've ever seen him since his return. And he did have a couple of good runs, of course, a little bit of trouble down the wing, but he dealt with it well. And I was I was quite impressed by Patico, actually. I thought, because well, he goes a bit unnoticing from the defence, but he seemed to be one of our better midfielders, in my opinion, because he didn't, he seemed to be, he didn't hit a couple of balls. Didn't, I could be wrong, but he didn't seem to lose the ball as much as the other midfielders, so I thought he was one of our strong performers. But so there's a, there were a small positive to take, and obviously um, we weren't as we weren't as battered. We could have quite... Hastings three four years ago we lost that seven nil, so definitely positive to take. Yeah, I mean uh, with Dicko, I felt he was like one of the players that didn't their heart didn't go down. He just carried on. I think he he, and I think if it wasn't for people like his little performance there, I think we could have lost by quite a few. I think he I think he carried that midfield somewhat in a in a game where we were not winning. We 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 just that third goal that when that third goal went in, it was done. And even from the substitutions when we put Freddie Leg on, and it was just, and yeah, as 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 Smithy said, it's, it was a, it did feel like a step too far, but it was a fun away day. George was quite in, uh, you know, it was quite ingenious to George to get the bin and the hoarding. Uh, well, I don't know about the, I don't know what all that was about, but the, 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 with the drum, we didn't have a drum. Just so anyone who is listening and didn't know, so George made do with one of the very large bins that they have which uh, worked for a while until it was confiscated. Um, I think we need to point out that we didn't have a drum because we weren't allowed to bring it in because it was dangerous. Yeah, stage one of their fantastic hosting. It was. They considered it dangerous? Yes. Oh. That was the line. That was what I got told by... I can't remember who was bringing the drum in, but yeah, that was the line that they were told with it. Well, if Kev Town is playing the drum, it is dangerous, Yeah. Because there's no rhythm there at all, but um, no, well, that's, that's bizarre. That's I thought it was just that you weren't allowed instruments at a game, and that was it for that level. Not you that they were that dangerous. To the trumpet man at an England game, then yeah. it varies from stadium to stadium. As far as I'm aware, every stadium gets to pick their own rules in mm-hmm. terms of instruments. But I don't actually know the official line oh. these days. It changes it every now and then. With the FA. As long as you're old, boy, you got some money, you can do what you want. But so, who knows? Yeah, the goddamn FA. Two takeaways I have is that ten-minute period we had just after Kenny scored a wonderful goal, where I think all of us thought, you never know. You know, we kind of could have been out. They could have been out of sight, but we've nicked a goal. Possibly might get back into this. That that ten-minute period is the bit I'm going to remember anyway. That was a good period. That was a. 
the hope was there. Everyone was properly seeing their mental, making noise, and we we generally Mate. say we felt like we might have got a second there. I think we had a couple of half chances we could have capitalised yeah. on. Didn't. Didn't Sammy Adams have a, a chance? Was it Sammy or was it Dave Martin? I can't remember if he had like a little one-on-one with the keeper. I mean, it was all a bit desperate, but you never know if that goes in. You were, quite nice. yeah. you were quite nice. You were quite nice to the uh, linesman for a period, about a 10 minute period, uh, Robbie. <laughs> they had too much go at those liners to you. There was a ref I didn't like on Saturday because he overruled your side. The liners tried as hard as to help us. There was a ref that didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> But uh, then we move on to hospitality. Now, hospitality-wise, I thought the place was really nice to begin with. The the bar was a nice little bar that they all seemed very friendly. Stewards as well, you know. The give, give us a hand when we were moving Kev uh, up. Um, the little bit that we had to do was very helpful. Um, but it was after the game that it all went a bit pear-shaped. I mean, who wants to speak about that? About the about the ones that were there. Well, at half time as well, because obviously at a high level, you know, our beers at, at, at either end of the pitch, obviously, which is standard for a high level. I understood that. So, if, oh, half time, we better have some half time Jaeger bombs, you know, keep us going. Give me a Jaeger. Who does not have to, who does not have Jaeger? It's outrageous. But um, after the game, we were all. Oh, we were two all, bottles of water, wasn't it? Two bottles of water and a Jaeger bomb. My official order was uh, three bottles of water and eight Jaeger bombs, was the order. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, didn't anyway. The main issue was after the game, because obviously you know we're like we'll shout, we'll curse, we'll have a bit of fun during the game. But afterwards, we we love to go talk to the home fans or away fans, go have a beer of them to, to see their support of the game. And one person from Maidenhead decided no hating fans are welcome in their bar, mm. so they banned us all. They're all two hundred of us. Like, no, you're not welcome. Like, okay, no explanation. Just yet, you're not welcome. Told us to get out. That they cost themselves a good at least couple of thousand because we all at least all of us would have had at least one drink. So credit to Billy and, and Pat. They took us to a pub around the corner, got around him, and we had a nice drink in a pub around the corner and toted the game with a couple of Maidenhead fans who agreed we were poorly treated, and they could have a drink with us in a pub. Yeah, that was very odd. Hmm. Very odd. I mean, it was that they said to Steph, "Oh no, you come in, but just all the rest of you can't." And it's like, well, no. We, if all of us aren't going in, then 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 I ain't going in, and and I don't understand. There was no there was no trouble between the fans. We were actually chatting with Maidenhead fans at begin during the game during half time before the game started. There was no, I don't, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I would have understood if it's like a controversial like how yeah, was a win and we'd, we'd pitch invaded to celebrate or something. But no, yeah. we were ninety nine percent of us were really well behaved. Um. <laughs> and then there was you. <laughs> I was, I was actually. I think El Presidente backed me up here. I was quite well behaved on Saturday, bar a couple of things I shot the ref. Robbie has been unusually well behaved all season. To be fair, I have. Thank you. Well, you've got you've got Venga glasses on you, Ab Smithy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only see the behaviour dropped, which has made me look better. <laughs> Probably, actually, Rob. Yeah, don't put yourself down though. <laughs> Cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so I mean, Danny was playing for Man United. The team around him was so bad at the time, it made him look good. That's me and my behaviour. <laughs> but it, it was a nice touch from Billy to take us all for a beer. You know, I mean, he did say a few choice words to the Maidenhead people about their ridiculous decision. So it was actually, you know, because none of us were in, none of us, none of us were, because we, 
we kind of knew when it went 3-1 that the game was done. Like there wasn't any bad feeling at all, which is why it was such a peculiar decision to then say we can't have a quick beer in the bar. But it was nice to, you know, get Billy's put his hand in his pocket. I'm sure he'll claim it back on tax or that. that, (laughs) that, Did anyone get a photo? Did anyone get a photo of it? Well, that's 7.5 million he's going to get. So, um, <laughs> it'll, it'll come back, back on happy with that comment. But yeah, um, any any other thoughts on Maidenhead, guys? I think we've just got to take away how many fans travelled was a massive, massive positive. And I know it tends to happen if you have a run in the Cups, but we need those people that bother travelling to start coming to the league away games and and properly get behind the team. Even because I made it. The, the, you did. It, it shocked us all. <laughs> the, the, the atmosphere that was created at that game is created at every game. And the more people that come and stand behind a goal and stand around the ground, the better it is. I mean, without sort of moving too much onto last night, you could see how many Hastings fans were there last night compared to the home fans. It's yeah. just such a good thing to see. Right, moving on. If we've got no more, let's move on to, I think the only person that might have been at the women's game was Robbie. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I was there as well. Hey, yes. Yeah. Leon's there as well. Excellent. Yeah, it's my, so we've got my two first people. women's game as well, actually. So I was there. It's good to, good to get, get to one. Well, Leon, if it's because it's the first one you've got to, please tell us what you, your takeaway from it was. Oh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know um, what the standard would be like. So, yeah, like I say, it's my first game, but I, from what I saw, I think, Bexhill were obviously up for it, being a local derby, and I thought they defended quite well. Um, I don't think Hastings were at their best, really. I think there's quite a few sort of sloppy, sloppy passes. I think, I don't know, I've sort of like first two thirds across the pitch, they looked decent, and that final third, they just didn't have that sort of killer pass. But um, And then in the second half, uh, the keeper made a good save, and I think that, was sort of like the turning moment of the game. And, a, yeah, a good header won, won it for him in the end. But it was, yeah, it was a good atmosphere. Obviously, Bexhill bought, bought, a few, bought a few up there, which probably helped. You know? But, no, you know, I enjoyed it. So. Good. All good. good. Who got the goal in the end? Oh, good question. It was, uh, it was Mia Highland. Oh, Mia. Mia Highland. Yeah, no, she impressed me. Yeah. Early on in the game, I thought she looked pretty, pretty decent. Excellent. Okay. So pretty much agree here. There, I think we weren't our best, but Bexhill didn't let us play it. They were really well coached. They they, they didn't let us play. They they controlled large parts of the games because they seemed to know how to play us, and they you say they were really up for it. And because they, they they know how much obviously they, they wanted to be scout of Hastings, hundred percent the league or, or top of the league, unbeaten. Sorry, and they wanted to end that, and they came very close to it. It really troubled. She made that great save from Blair in the second half, where it was the one on one. Got across well, lovely save, pushed it wide, and then she caught a goal of a lovely ball at the top, a classic route one in the box from Blair, header straight in. Lovely, got a little bit of route one. But yeah, I say all the women's games I've been to, probably the second most enjoyable apart from when we were in the league last season. I say, I actually, the atmosphere and the tension of it, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've, I've actually I enjoyed that game more than a couple of nine nils I've seen while we just trounced in opposition. Well, that's good. Excellent. If Excellent. You, you are right there because with the amount of big score lines, it does get a bit like, oh, okay, you know, they've won now. 
this is just how many it's going to be. But as for entertainment, it has been the most entertaining game this season by a long you, way. You went as well, Smithy? I was in the box, weren't I? Yeah, we well, oh, yeah, phone calls yeah. and everything. Do the game. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, you've never heard of airplane mode. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it's on do not disturb. I don't get text. Any other message or anything doesn't come through apart from a phone. Who would dare call and, you during and a game? Now, now Robbie knows that that happens <laughs> and he decides to do it. Oh, bless you. I'm easily amused, all right? I'm very easily amused and I found out I could do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to have to block much. your number Hey, we're the first person <laughs> Good thing it wasn't an embarrassing ring time Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine like in between is Leon and Lewis <laughs> Something like that <laughs> Right then boys, well Moving on now to what is Well, was last night, as in Tuesday's game Which was Hythe um, who wants to crack on about that first? Well, Andy hasn't spoken yet. Should we Oof. pass the floor to the flat white? <laughs> yes, his return from his adventures. Well, yes, fresh off a ferry. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I was glad to go actually because it was, um, felt made it gave some point to my return, has to be said. I was going, <laughs> I was already suffering from seasonal affective disorder, and um, so the game, even that was. Had to sort of felt a bit knacker, but it was good to go because um, just gives you a lift, doesn't it? Gives you a lift. It was interesting. Got my debut behind the goal. I was morally obliged to go behind the goal because Adam gave me a lift, so I had to go behind. Had to go behind. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't take up my usual position up the side. Uh, first half was a struggle, wasn't it? Painful. It was almost I don't know. Hive. Um, well, they were much better than we expected, weren't they? Their midfield was really tidy, and we just couldn't just couldn't get a grip of the midfield for the whole game. I thought there was just something. Someone said it was a bit of a hangover, wasn't it? And uh, and we were going long a lot. Even Louis was taking long kicks, and that was that was all a bit strange. And also, yeah, when when you're missing TC and and uh, Ben Pope, then that takes quite a lot out of the team up front as far as the sort of holding the ball up and the dynamism goes. So it kept on pinging straight back. Kenny didn't have a good half. Um, well, no one did, frankly, until we just got that bit of luck towards the end. Hand of God. Indeed. <laughs> and the, bloke, the bloke with his swallow dive and batting the ball away and... Uh, he, he probably was shoved a bit, but there's no need to slap he, he, the ball. He definitely was shoved, but yeah. he had no need to have his arms out like that. Mm. I, I thought, obviously, you know me, I'm biased as hell. And I, yeah. I went, oh, he was definitely pushed there. But you're right, he had no reason to have his arms out. Yeah, so so he cooked his own goose, really. And then, um, and you know, a bit of ranting and raving, but he wasn't going to change his mind, was he? And that really, really was... That line was good. You know, I always say the whole, through the whole game, that line was great. <laughs> Never doubted him. No, fake news. <laughs> fake news, Robbie. And it was our get-out-of-jail-free card, wasn't it? And it, and it yeah. definitely, definitely deflated them. And, and well, you said, you said when you came past the dugouts on the way back round after half-time that everybody was in a pretty sour mood, weren't they? So they'd obviously been given what for at half-time. Mm. And, well, Hyde had to chase the game a little bit. That ball broke, broke nicely for Sammy Adams and Kenny Pogue. After we'd sort of um, gone ding dong for a bit, and uh, and Adams's goal was was such a good goal, such a good goal. Yeah, nice. the, way Pogue, mm. the way Pogue took the man away, and 
allowed Adams to keep it and just curl it into that corner. That was a, a lovely goal. And then Hive were done at that point, I think, which was, I felt, I felt a bit sorry for them, which is a bit of a stupid thing to say. Do you know what I mean? Nothing, nothing fell for them, and it fell for us. But the reason a lot of things fell for us was because they just never stopped. I mean, Dixon didn't play brilliantly, but he never stopped. And Hasler didn't play brilliantly first half, but he got the penalty and then got better and better and better. And by the end of the game, he, he was just like a ball magnet. And he was just, it was really, really, I like him a lot, actually. I really like him a lot now. Now he's settled in and he can run games at that level. And of course, the, the ball bobbling in front of Kenny for him to lob it over the keeper was just the icing on the cake. Yeah. Wasn't it? So it was good, but it was a it was a win born out of keeping going, and they got the reward for keeping going. High through a bit unlucky, but we really deserved it in the end for keeping going. I thought, and the quality at the end was lovely, lovely. Can't wait to see the two videos of the two goals. Actually, yeah, nice. absolutely nice. Yeah. Anyone else? I just want to say about the, the linesman with the penalty, it was actually hilarious that the players were going over to him and the line over saying to every one of them, I didn't see it. There's, you know, there's no point talking to me. I didn't see it. And they're all sort of saying to him, oh, but you saw this, you saw that. And he's like, don't put words in my mouth. I didn't see it. <laughs> he, he was a total bottle job with it. I mean, how could he not see it? You know, he's staring right at it. But yeah. they continued going over. Even Kenny kept going over to the line to like make sure he didn't change the decision. I'm showing to Ken like he ain't gonna do nothing. He didn't see it. He just wouldn't leave it alone. It it was a funny pen because like yeah, even if he was pushed, it looked like he went. To, he actually tried to just catch the ball. Yeah, yeah. It did look yeah. like that, which was you. You shouldn't do that as a defender in your penalty box. It's not a good idea. But it was almost part of it, part that, was exaggerated drive, wasn't it? His dive, wasn't yeah. it? He did the, mm. the big arm thing to almost prove that he'd been pushed. And, um, the arm straight into the ball. Exactly. Yeah, but do you reckon if we didn't have such a, an, an away support behind the goal, the ref might not have given it? Because second hit's hand, we would have made quite a bit of noise because there was at least a good 20 of us under the stanchion like, shouting, screaming, handball. And we know rest at this level, that makes the decision seem a lot more handbally for want of a better term. Well, I think you're implying that the refs are influenceable there, Robbie. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I do tend to agree with you, though. They, they do hear and we do make a noise. You know, you, you call for things that do look a bit dubious mm. and you get it. You know, it's happened a couple of times this season, not just with penalties, with corners, with all sorts. Mm. You yeah, shout but, and you get it. I can't remember what game it was. Was it... Uh... One or two news, we had a bit of a soft penalty in the second half, and I think we caused it there. I think it's one Dunstable, Wasn't, Ashford? It was. Wasn't Ashford penalty? No, was it Dunstable? Oh, Dunstable. It was one penalty in the second half, I'm pretty sure. And then okay. it was a bit of, it might have been Ashford. No, Ashford's a high boot. It was one where the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The box. He, it was one of those 50 50 tackles, but because yeah. of T oh, Smith down and made such an uproar, made it seem more like a penalty. And I don't think it would have had an influence because we definitely made a ruckus the second I hit his arm. We were making sure the ref knew it hit his arm. <laughs> okay, so anyone else? Anyone else on high? Um, other than that, just the, adding on with the two goals, absolute quality from Sammy Adams. Just the time, the awareness to just slow it down, wait for the run of Kenny, and just pick his spot. Mm. Mm. Just 
just quality. Yeah, it was good. And Leon? Yeah, yeah I was just impressed. Um, how they, like, sort of last sort of five, ten, five minutes. Obviously, we three up, seeing the game out. But the amount of pressure we put on Hive, I mean, to be fair to Hive, they passed it around quite well back, mm. out into the midfield. But we just didn't give them the sniff, made it so hard. You, you sort of think maybe they might put the foot off the gas a little bit. But even sort of, you know, a 90th minute going to injury time, there's still Kenny, Sam, you know, Dicko was still right up, the, you know, right in their faces. Well, then go sniff us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That sort of stuck out. Yeah, go on, hang on, hang on. I just give my take. Yeah, you, Robbie, I don't want to hear you all the time, mate. Right. <laughs> the, uh, no, I would just say it's, it was such a contrast to the first half, where the first half I thought we mm. were just, we, we, weren't, we weren't even at the races. We've been playing a better team. I mean, I really do feel sorry for Hive. It's obviously not going well for the club in terms of finance. And this just rubs it in where if they'd have nicked a goal, I think we would have, we would have lost. I don't think we would have come back with that first half performance. I just thought we were so off it. Uh, whatever reason, be it the hangover from our cup defeat or whatever, me and uh, George were by the dugouts. Um, I've just, uh, Andy alluded to it though. And we were, I don't know, I saw George, George couldn't get through. It wasn't, I didn't really want to be by the dugout, but we were just listening and like Aggie was absolutely losing it. They were not happy. And obviously words were said because that it was a different half, wasn't it? Second half, so which is good. We got away with it. We held out. And then our, our little bit of quality shone through, didn't it, really? Because with two absolute peachy goals, I did like Kenny's goal best, though, I have to say. I, mm. that was, I did jump up and down and run around with that one. That's right. <laughs> Who doesn't have a Kenny goal? Guy, he just can't stop scoring. Mm. No, he's, he's up to third highest goal scorer. Craig yeah. Stone could have had a trick at the end, all within like 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Header cleared off the line, shot cleared off the line, deflects it out for a corner. Come He's on. saving it for a big game. He's saving it for like the FA Trophy final. He rocks in a header at Wembley, you know, is to bring home the glory. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, yeah the, the attitude when James Hull came on, there was one interesting moment where I think it, I think it was Dave Martin, or I can't remember who got, didn't quite manage to get the cross across and. Um, Hull was in the in making the run into the box and he was absolutely livid when it didn't come in for him to have his chance to score his goal, even though it was three, even though it was already three nil. I thought that was a good, just a good little cameo to see him come on and and just it's quite interesting watching the corners from there, watching someone like him of that age and that experience still mixing it in there with, with that lot. And that that's a, a really good sign to see someone come on and able to mix it because that's that's um, uh, not not a place uh, not a place for the faint-hearted. Those penalty areas when those balls come in, and it, he look, he did, he, look, he looks he looks good in there. And that's a, another one off the rank, which is brilliant. That's a good point, actually, Andy, because obviously you're not normally behind the goal, so we're all used to what goes on. I board. found it. I found that side of it fascinating. Watching the way, I mean, I, I down in the middle of the pitch, I see the way that Craig Stone just never stops moving people in the way that Ryan Worrell does as well, actually, when he's, again, when he's doing that role running around in front of the back four. And um, and it was really fascinating, really fascinating for me to, to, to watch from that angle, just for a change, actually. Yeah, it was really interesting to see those little, those little bits like that, which was different to what I see when I'm down, down the side. In the corporate, the corporate wing, yeah? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Sowers sparkling water. <laughs> Who gets sparkling water from the football man? Sparkling water. <laughs> oh, serious. 
<laughs> Don't let the standards drop, I did say. <laughs> yeah. Actually, to add on that point, what I loved was when it was 3-0, um, the, we had a clear corner. The line of um, Miss Flad for a goal kick. Ref over, overruled him. But he can't let it go. No, you went on to the line. What game are you watching? How did you give that a goal <laughs> kick? Even though it already been overruled. We were feeling up. He cared so much to want to pop up the lino, which, you know, me and my lino abuse, I loved it. Yeah. What was it? He said, if, if it comes off a red shirt, it's a corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, right, guys, was anything else on Hyde? Wait to see Warrell start a game after his injury layoff. Yeah. Lamry got, did he get 90 minutes or did he get subbed? He got, got about 70, 70 minutes. Yeah, 77. Needs yeah, more games. Needs, needs, just needs, needs something to, needs a goal, doesn't he? Needs a goal. It'll I've... come. We, got T, we were missing TC, Pope, Elphick and yeah. Doors last night. It's four players arguably walking to our best team. Yeah. Um. So, our squad was tested and it was good to see him start. It was good to see we've got young players coming on. Bates and mm. say Leg, they came on. I think we'll see more of them this season. So it's I think it's really good. Seeing we're starting to see a bit more depth from our squad, which is always good. And I think it's the first real test of our squad this season. Mm. It's where we had injuries and we've had Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday for a but apart yeah, from that's, that's, a, that's a really that's not good gonna point. change. Really good point. They dug that out. It's gonna get worse with the league games stacking up, isn't it? A pretty good point the way they yeah, if you think about the players that were missing, and I think we said this before, if you've got a squad of fifteen and it doesn't, you don't really raise your eyebrows, no matter who's picked, then you're in a really good situation. If you, if you see whichever, if 11 out of 15, whichever 11 turns out, it doesn't really bother you, then you know that's a really good sign. It's also a good sign that it was our best performance when we come over three points. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a sign of a team. Uh, hopefully we'll be lifting the trophy at the end of the season. Mm. Oh, I love Leon. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. See, if we had if we had George on here, it'd be, oh, we ain't going Oh, yeah, he'll better get us. Outrageous. Bloody. Anyway. That's why he's trying to get himself banned this season. He thinks he gets himself banned and get out of the bet. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the plan. that's the plan. No, that, it, it, if any money's won, it's going on a round for everyone. So, we'll see. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. Uh, well, I don't, feel, I don't think he's going to give me it. So the, <laughs> yeah. Well, and to be fair, the chance of us being on the game is also a bit... Mr. Shaky. No, that's harsh. <laughs> oh. That's harsh. That's harsh. Mr. I love you. The two way days in a row, and I'm still ripping into it for like missing a couple. <laughs> and I'm missing one in a couple of weeks, so I'm gonna get. I, I, I'll. Oh, be fully expecting it. Oh yeah, you're, you're Ashford. Is it the other Ashford game? Corinthians away. I've just been. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You're allowed to miss a game. Just been reminded. I have to just make a small point here because Mr. Wills isn't here. So I was going to say it while he was here, but anyway. So we were playing Hive. Yeah. And he was banging on about how good Hive were. And I'm thinking like, no, they're, they're average. They're Because um, I was thinking they've played about the same games as us, maybe one more, two more. I don't think they've got more points. And he's no, 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 no. And we're driving. And well, he thought we were playing Hearn Bay. <laughs> and, 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 we were, and we were driving. Well, that was the worry because me and his son were in the car. And we were worried he'd put the sat-nav to Hearn Bay. So we had to what check man. on what direction the road we were going in, which was quite amusing. But he said, oh, okay, I thought we were playing Hearn Bay. Uh, we'll oh, you got to love it. He's a special man. He's a special man. But um, uh, so, so he survived the diversion on the way back then. No, like, <laughs> didn't end up in the middle of Omni Marsh. <laughs> the, well, he was dropping his son off in Canterbury in the end anyway. So ah, he, didn't, okay. he didn't get back to about one in the morning. So maybe nice. he went via Hearn Bay. I don't know. Why, why not? 
I'm not, I, don't know yeah. the, I'm not, I don't know what the good residents of Hyde to be uh, thinking about being mixed up with Herne Bay, but uh, they, might, they might have something to say about that. Exactly. They got right. a big Audi, haven't they? I know, we know that. What's that, what's that Audi big? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what big Audi? <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has taken a turn, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Con- the cons- this is the consumer section. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the best Aldi at Awakens? Oh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was very roomy. The Aldi was very roomy, wasn't it? It was Aldi. huge. It was huge. Huge. Aldi or Aldi? Uh, still, better than our one in all, we said, didn't we? That's true. Do you buy sparkling water in Aldi, uh, Andy? I would never buy sparkly water, really. No. It's just sort of trying to be off the booze a little bit. I'm trying to sort of um, recover. And uh, so I just, I did snatch at it a bit. And uh, when she said, do you want, I said, I have some water. She said, do you want sparkly? I thought, well, let's go mad. Ooh, la dee da Oh, dear. No. Right, guys. Uh, unless we've got anything more to say. Uh, we'll start saying our goodbyes. Anything else anyone wants to raise while you we're on the see you Phoenix table? on Saturday? Yeah, Phoenix. Right, first of all... Are we all going Saturday? I, I am. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, I'll be up tackle playing. So nice. Who you got? Who, pitch. Who you got then? Um, yeah. yeah, so we're playing tackle. I play for Wickersham. Uh, mm. Always tackle. So it'll be a nice yeah. windy pitch up there. So hopefully not too cold. But yeah, no. Have fun. Think of me when you're all boozed up and I'm probably limping off. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can still play, mate. Yeah, like I was saying last time I'm on, I'm sort of hanging on as long as I can. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. don't stop. That's it. You're, no. a long, you're a long time not doing it. After one sprint, I need a beer. I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only reason I play is for the post-game post post-game beers. Yeah, they, are they usually good with your boys, yeah? Yeah, it's our home over here. We've got the uh, we all guys to the Queen's Edge, which is nice. Oh, lovely. Oh, that's nice. 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 Good touch. Good touch. Yeah. Right then, chaps. Flatwhite Andy, Leon, Robbie, Mr. Smithy. Thank you very ciao. much. And uh, ciao for another week. Oh, and, uh, and happy belated birthday for Smithy as well. Thank you. Oh, yeah. 21 years old. Ah, oh, Robbie, love you. <laughs> Right, guys, take care. You have a nice evening. Cheers, Chris. That's it for another week, you fans. Well, it's been a week with a little disappointment, but we've come back strong. Remember, if you want to in on that fan round tables or to give any feedback, just email us on hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. We've got a YouTube channel, as you know, full of content. Please get over there and like, comment, but please subscribe. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.